Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives. And I gave that to them. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That's how I roll. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Radical people like Sean Penn and Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell and Pedro Fernandez. Radical people. Dames y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it, this this hour we're covering the spectrum, folks, of all combat sports, boxing, MMA, and pro wrestling. As the man said, my name is Pedro Fernandez, I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airwaves, having defended that title off for better than three decades, straight up today. We're talking boxing, as I said, you know, there's TV tonight, of course, Deontay Wilder, the WBC World Heavyweight Champion, the man from Mobile, Alabama, of course, undefeated, 37-0, 35 bums, the bottom line is, he's putting his title on the line against an undefeated lad by the name of Gerald Washington. That's all I can tell you about Gerald is that he's undefeated. He's got one draw. Outside of that, I can spell his name. As far as his being able to fight, we'll see when the bell rings. 8 p.m. in the East, 5 o'clock in the West. That's the big Fox Network tonight, professional boxing. Open phone lines around the world, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, see noise still going around the the uh, boxing world and the MMA world is that Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather will end up fighting in a boxing match sometime in 2017. Although uh, <laughs> the promoters of the USC, I'm talking about Dana White in particular, he's against it. He doesn't want his guy going out there and competing, and competing in anything other than a USC event. I guess if he gets a cut of the pie, though, things just might change. What do you think? Open phone lines around the world, one 800 878 play that's 1 800 878 7529. Golovkin and Jacobs upcoming, and of course, the seventh, the fight in Vegas, Canelo Alvarez and Julio Cesar Tavis Jr. That's the boxing scene, MMA, and more to come on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I'm Eric Newton for the Together Podcast with your Match.com Together Minute. You're in it to win it or you're not, right? You've heard that before, and it's a simple idea, and in some ways it's true, but there's another layer to the idea of commitment that we need to focus on. We're always talking about getting more committed to things, but the question that has to come first is what are you committed to already? If you're having trouble answering that question, look to your actions. For example, if you say you're committed to monogamy, but you keep cheating, well, you're obviously committed to something else, and it's probably not entirely conscious. You've got to address the other commitment before you'll ever stay faithful. And sure, that's a dramatic example, but the idea holds across the board. Start by understanding what you're already committed to in your relationship and sharing that with your partner. Scary, yes, but far easier on everyone to be honest now than to break your promises later. I'm Eric Newton with your Match.com Together Minute. To learn about the Together podcast, visit together.show. 
One in three relationships start online and more start on Match than any other dating site. So if you're single and looking to meet people, you've got to get on Match. They're not only number one in first dates, but in second dates too. Meeting your match has never been easier. Just go to match.com slash together. And for a limited time, you can try Match for seven days free. That's seven days completely free to search and connect with thousands on Match. So go ahead. Create your account now at match.com slash together. That's match.com slash together. Hey there. Did you know that with a bachelor's degree, on average, you could make almost twice as much over a lifetime than a person with just a high school diploma? It's true. According to the 2012 U.S. Census Bureau, college grads with a bachelor's degree make almost twice as much as high school grads. Now, going back to school is easier than ever at Independence University. Log on and complete coursework from the park or the beach or even your couch watching the kids. And Independence University gives you the tools, a free tablet and laptop for undergrad students to use and keep when they graduate. That's right. Get a laptop so you can go to college from anywhere. Take the first step to a new career in business, information technology, healthcare, or graphic arts. Call to find the online degree program that's right for you. And you could be on your way to increasing your earning potential. 800-797-1256. 800-797-1256. That's 800-797-1256. At Discover, we believe anniversaries should be a time of celebration, not obligation. That's why we think annual fees are ridiculous. And now just for giving us a try, we're going to give new card members a one-year anniversary gift they'll never forget. At the end of your first year, we'll match all the cash back you've earned dollar for dollar. No caps and no catches, because we know if you try us, you'll like us. And that's worth every penny. Try it and believe it at discover.com slash match. Cashback match offer only for new card members. Limitations apply. You use so many big words. How would you trick a man? I'm not going to trick you. You know I'm not going to trick you, Mom. Wouldn't think of doing it. You're being extremely truculent. Whatever truculent I mean, if that's good, I'm that. You are not a stupid boy. Now more Bring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. People got to understand this here. Uh, we all can have dreams, but the dream will never chase us. We have to chase the dream. Word last week was the deal was a done deal. That's right. I'm talking about Manny Pacquiao going over to the United Arab Emirates, the uh, place I call Dubai, the place I call living hell. I was there for a week and it was hell. Anyway, the bottom line is um, Jeff Horn of Australia, of course, is the opponent in this fight. The reason why it was going to happen in the United Arab Emirates is that the cash is, how can we say this, tax-free. In other words, they just run buckets of uh, 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 basically a little boatload of money. They're going to give Manny Pacquiao and say, take this back to the Philippines with you. That's the way it's done. I mean, there's no actually, it's really, really, really sort of like, how can I put this? It's crooked over there. Things really don't go straight over there. The money is where it's at, sort of like in the United States. <laughs> Just what I'm trying to say. Um, no, this fight was supposed to happen in the United Arab Emirates. Now the fight's sort of off. But I think what's happening is I think the United Arab Emirates folks, they want to dump down 23 to $25 million bucks to have this fight or a Manny Pacquiao fight in Dubai. But they want the right guy. Jeff Horn is not the right guy. Jeff Horn's a guy from Australia that has a good chance, good-looking white kid from Australia that has a decent chance of of beating Manny Pacquiao. So, you know, that's really not the fight that the Arabs want to see. The Arabs want to see Manny Pacquiao. And are you ready for this? Amir Khan. That's right, Amir Khan. Of course, the 
2008 Olympic bronze, 2004 Olympic bronze medalist. Oh, 2004, a long time ago. Of course, he's been knocked out several times, each of his fights, I think, except for the exception of one decision. He was knocked out, like, to sleep. He has a very bad chin. He goes to sleep. The last time we saw him snoring was courtesy of Canelo Alvarez uh, late last year. So when we look at the entire picture now, and it's all about the money, Manny Pacquiao wants that money. The United Arab Emirates wants a big fight over there. There's no doubt about it. And I wouldn't doubt if Harold Smith is involved with us over there somehow, some way. Anyway, but uh, Bob Arum is out of the picture as far as Aust- as far as um, Dubai is concerned. He would not be the promoter. And uh, Arum saying stuff in the on the internet. Oh, that's a lot of bull. That's never, you know. Don't listen to what he's saying. When it all settles out, you'll figure out what's going on. But until then, sort of try to listen. Bob Arum is a guy. I was there when he told me. He told the media one day, "I ain't bull- I ain't BSing either." He said, "Listen to me." I was lying to you yesterday, but today I'm telling you the truth. That's what he. I was. I. I almost fell off my chair. I couldn't believe that he said that. But that'll be on his. That'll be part of his epitaph on his gravestone. But he's upset. Pacquiao is taking. Uh, Pacquiao and Mike Conce, of course, is his manager over there in the Philippines, have taken their act on the road, and they've realized, you know, if Mayweather made all that money in that one fight with Pacquiao, Mayweather made all that money. Where was all that money going before? If it wasn't going to the fighters, if it wasn't going to Manny Pacquiao, if Manny Pacquiao was turning these big, big, fat pay-per-view dollars, uh, why wasn't he getting multi, 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 tens and twenties of millions of dollars like he got for the Floyd Mayweather fight? Why didn't he get that at least once? Why didn't he get a portion of that? He didn't. And that's what he's upset about. And I think that he realizes that the Golden Goose is about to sail. Manny Pacquiao's what, 37 years old, 39 years old, 105 years old? It doesn't matter. He's old. Emmanuel. Call him by his real name. Emmanuel. That's what he looks like. Emmanuel the bus driver. Not Emmanuel the fighter. Not Manny the fighter. Not the kid I met in 2001 staying at the Holiday Inn on 8th Street here in San Francisco with only one jogging suit to his name that was hung up in the uh, above the shower. I went to use the bathroom. I noticed his jogging suit was hanging in the shower. Sort of cool. When Manny was like humble back then, wasn't worth all the money he's worth now, but he was a different guy. It was a different world. Of course, he came on the scene, beat Barrera, and then started beating everybody. And of course, it was the suspicions that were uh, that went along with those wins that he was taking Flintstone vitamins. And then once everybody got heated about the possibility of him taking Flintstone vitamins, um, he stopped knocking people out. Just like that. He was knocking people dead, big guys, guys who were bigger than him. I mean, two, three weight classes bigger than him. He's knocking these guys dead, killing them, crunching them. Then all of a sudden, he's not knocking out anybody. He's not really hurting anybody. Coincidence? Perhaps. Anyway, Pacquiao's looking to make one big crash grab, and he can't fight too many guys and possibly win. Horn, I guess he thought he could possibly beat Horn, but Horn was no schmo. As I said, undefeated, good size, um, decent jab. And right now, I think he's 35, 37, 39, 105 years old. Manny Pacquiao can be beaten by just about anybody. As far as this fight with Amir Khan's concerned, it makes good sense. And I don't mean sense in S-E-N-S-E. I mean in C-E-N-T-S, dollars and cents. This is going to be a big fight. This fight with Amir Khan over in the United Arab Emirates will do record numbers over in the Arab over in UAE, no doubt about it. What sort of cracks me up, though, is that, you know, every fight that 
that that that Americans been in, there's a good chance he's going to get knocked out. You just know it. You know that you're just waiting. You're sitting there going, "Man, when's it going to happen? When's it going to happen?" Boom! He gets hit and gets knocked out. But against Manny Pacquiao and fighting a left-hander, I'm telling you, he's got the boxing skill. Does does Americans to out to box the snot out of Manny Pacquiao? I mean, I would use the spit word with an H, but you know what I'm trying to say. He would just and he could as far as two talented boxers are concerned, okay? Amir Khan is a nine and a half, and Manny Pacquiao is a seven at best when they are on their game. And as far as fighting a shorter guy is concerned, that's what Amir Khan's been all about. That's what he was all about in the Olympics. That's what he was all about in the amateurs. That's when things started to fall apart for him as a professional is that he started fighting guys his size. But he can fight guys smaller than him. He holds such a great size advantage as far as height, reach, and leverage, and speed on the jab, and Good one twos, and he throws a decent hook behind the behind the uh, behind the right hand in combination. I mean, Americon does everything right except take a punch. He doesn't take a punch well. Now, of course, that's a that's a that's a fatal flaw in the world of boxing and combat sports. But it's not if you can get in with a guy that's not going to hit you much. Okay, he's in Manny Pacquiao. I really I think Manny Pacquiao is going to try to come out and go bombs away on Amir Khan, but Amir Khan's going to be able to move around that ring, use a 20-foot ring, box him, box him around that ring, and Manny Pacquiao's going to be lunging and lunging and lunging, and he's going to lunge like Ricky Hatton lunged against uh, Floyd Mayweather back in the day, and he's going to get caught on the counter, and it's going to be over. I'm telling you, man, it's going to be, this, this fight is not, this fight is going to make big, big money over there. It's going to be a huge, huge fight, but it's going to be a great upset in that Amir Khan's going to beat Manny Pacquiao. You're hearing it first here. Everybody's saying, oh, Pacquiao's going to collect another payday. No, no, no. This is not a payday. This is sayonara because styles make fights. And Amir Khan, with all his technical flaws, meaning the bad chin, okay, is an incredible technician. I mean, this guy can box. He can throw it. I've seen him box in the gym. I've seen him box as an amateur. I've seen him box as a pro. He was like the second coming of uh, of Christ, except he's a Muslim, okay? But I'm telling you, it never happened because of that bad chin. But if you put him in the right fight with a guy that's smaller than him, he can eat Manny Pacquiao, chew him up like a like a pack of juicy fruit gum. I kid you not. Pacquiao versus Amir Khan is the end of Manny Pacquiao. There will be a rematch if they have this fight because Manny Pacquiao will get lit up like a White House Christmas tree. He'll be abused. He'll be abused over there. And the Arabs will have their day in the sun, man. This will be their day in the sun. They will celebrate like you have never seen them celebrate before. Of course, it'll be short-lived because anytime time Amir Khan fights anybody that can punch, he's going to get knocked out. Open phone lines around the world, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. My name is Pedro Fernandez. This is the Saturday edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific. I'm right here on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio Channel 203, and the American Forces Network. This is Ring Talk. I don't want to, to predict this fight, but, you know, I'm going to promise that I, I can give a good fight, you know, to, to make people happy, and uh, I, I just do my best.
Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-0906. 800-296-0906. 800-296-0906. That's 800-296-0906. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. There have been some deaths in the world of professional wrestling of late. Of late. Chavo Guerrero Sr., of course, the godfather of the Guerrero family, the father of the late Eddie Guerrero, Chavo Guerrero um, Jr., and of course, uh, there was another Hector Guerrero as well, but the bottom line was the old man died at the age of 69, I believe, from kidney disease. May he rest in peace. And George the Animal Steel, a guy that I thought was pretty cool. I saw him a couple of times at the Cow Palace backstage, and he wasn't the guy that <laughs> he is... As far as his act was concerned, he was really a gentleman. His name was Jim Myers. He was a class act. We talked about that, I believe, last week on No Holds Barred. But this past week, Ivan Koloff died. And Ivan Koloff was a Russian uh, 
enemy, a bad guy in the days of Bruno San Martino back in the day. And I believe in 1972, he is the only man to ever beat Bruno, Marcino, Bruno San Martino in Madison Square Garden. I kid you not. I mean, the Italians, it was like, it was like, oh, he was a transitional champion. It means he was going to hold the title of pass. And I think the Billy, Grant, Billy Superstar Graham, I believe, was next. But the bottom line was the Italians, it was like a week of mourning for them. They could not believe it. Some people actually had heart attacks. There were people taken out of the arena when Bruno lost. I kid you not. The Italians really were into this. God bless them. God bless them. You know, when the sport was a little bit more believable, when they didn't use the F word left and right. And I'm not talking about that, that F word that ends with a K. I'm talking about the F word that ends with an E. Anyway, some of the names of the passes here as well as Nicole Bass pass, uh, passed away. But George the Animal Steel, he really had a lot of class. And of course, Jimmy Snooker. And I didn't mention Jimmy Snooker. The reason why I didn't mention Jimmy Snooker passing away this year was that Jimmy Snooker was a creep. Okay? Jimmy Snooker was a creep. He beat a woman to death in 1983. He was on the spit, and I talk about the spit, and me and Jim Cornetta talk about the spit, and we say talk about the spit meaning spit with an H, meaning steroids. We hear us say he was on the spit. That's what I mean. He was, I can't say because it was a podcast. I can say he was on the, you know, but I can't. Anyway, but the bottom line is he was on that stuff. He murdered that girl. They covered it up. There's no doubt about it. He had his other acts of violent rages. Buddy Rogers, the former world champion, of course, was his manager and his valet or his sidekick there for a while. And Buddy Buddy, Buddy went on record saying he used to hear him beat on the old lady all the time. Anyway, Jimmy Snooker passed away, but there's no love, no love lost there as he died. A man who was, um, he skated for like 25 years in a murder. There's no doubt about it. Anyway, the one death that took her this week I haven't mentioned is Ivan Koloff. And so it's Ivan Koloff passing away now. Ivan Koloff was born in like 1942, so it's not like he was a young guy. But the bottom line was Bill Apter and Bruno San Martino got together this week. Bill Apter being an ancient, ancient wrestling writer, and of course Bruno being Bruno. They got together and they talked about the death of Ivan Koloff. Um, this is, uh, it's just absolutely horrible that uh, that so many of the legends are passing away. Uh, on the phone with me right now is one of my dear friends and someone whose career I documented uh, seemingly forever. Uh, we lost George Steele and now Bruno uh, Ivan Koloff. I cannot tell you, Bill, how shocked I am. I knew that, uh, you know, uh, George uh, was, in, uh, was, was not well at all. And in fact, when I found out that he was in bad shape, I called him up, and, and I'm glad I did when I did because I got the opportunity to speak to him for about 10, 15 minutes. And then after that, it didn't last much longer, so I, I'm so grateful that I had that opportunity. As far as Ivan, my God, I, I'm so shocked that, that both of these uh, deaths, because I knew both of them so well. But Ivan, you know, uh, I remember when I first connected uh, with him, I saw him in Montreal, and I came to Pittsburgh, and then from Pittsburgh we went to New York uh, to, for Vince McMahon Sr., and uh, he was just, I've always said on all, all interviews, he was just a great, great uh, uh, performer in that ring. He was impressive, 300 pounds, about 5 foot 10 and a half, 5 foot 11. He could move like a, like a lightweight, and I had some of my greatest and most favorable matches were with him. And I, I really feel so sad and so bad uh, that uh, that uh, both of these uh, guys are no longer around. But uh, I knew about the Jim Myers or, or, or George the Animal Steel. I didn't know Koloff was that bad, and I, I'm very, very sad about it. 
One of the uh, uh, the pivotal moments in the whole history of the business, of course, is that night at Madison Square Garden when uh, when he won the WWWF uh, title. And I do remember, you know, being at the start of uh, uh, my magazine career back then, that uh, that loss was tied to uh, an injury with George Steele uh, breaking several of, several of Bruno's uh, ribs. Uh, uh, which had something to do with that, and it's amazing how the these how these two uh, just kind of uh, came about in the same uh, in the same thing, uh, which you know, was regarding uh, the title loss there, which was one of the most historical moments in in wrestling history. Ivan uh, um, that night, I had seen him wrestle so many times too, and uh, uh, he was he was just at the top of his game. Uh, it, it was it was tremendous. I mean, really, honestly, he was just uh, yes, on top of his game that night and, and other nights that I wrestled him because I wrestled him a lot, a lot of times. And I, I honestly don't believe that uh, I ever had a match that I felt that when the people left the arena were disappointed. He was just a great, great yeah. performer in that ring. And, he, and like I said, in, in his younger days when he was 300 pounds, and in my younger days, when I was about 275, uh, I, if I may say so, we both uh, moved very well for our size, you know, in, uh, in, in that ring. Yes. And I, I always had the utmost respect for him because he looked like a bull, and, and, and he moved uh, so gracefully and fast, and, uh, and, and he could do it all in the ring. He could, uh, he could do great action stuff, high spots, as we call them. We, he could uh, do wrestling, good wrestling maneuvers, and he could brawl. I mean, uh, he, he could do everything. Yeah, he he, he had it all. He had, he it, had all. it all. That's right. I, it's I, a sad, sad time in in in, uh, in, in wrestling uh, right now because the two giants of the game have perished. You know, there's one moment I remember with uh, you and George Steele that uh, uh, that sticks out in my memory, and it's nothing he did in the ring. You were. Uh, you were wrestling Pedro Morales at Shea Stadium, and uh, the two yes. of you had gone, uh, I think it was almost 90 minutes, and toward the end of that match, yeah. uh, he was scheduled for a match, and uh, it didn't happen, and, and he ran out onto the field at Shea Stadium and uh, to run in on uh, you and Pedro, and the, the cops had to drag him back to the dugout. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That was in 1972, uh, I believe. I believe so. I'm I terrible with dates. So what? I said I'm terrible with dates. I'm horrible yeah. with remembering years. But uh, yeah, yeah I wanted to call. I wanted wanted to call you and because uh, uh, again, Ivan Koloff was such a big part of your career as well. And uh, uh, rest in peace, Ivan Koloff. Thank you, Bruno San Martino. Uh, thanks, Bill. Thank you very kindly. Two living legends, Bill Apter, of course, he has number one wrestling.com, but he was with all those different wrestling magazines in the 80s that were put together by Stanley Weston. And, of course, I think he was working alongside Burt Sugar. Sort of funny, Burt Sugar, of course, the, the famed boxing editor of Ring Magazine, but he also ran the wrestling end of the uh, magazine there for a while, too. So when he didn't pay, Jack Fisk was my, my, uh, my mentor, the man I named my daughter after, Jacqueline Fernandez, Jacqueline Smith, of course, Jacqueline Fernandez, being born, uh, named after Jacob Finkelstein. Anyway, get this, Jack Fisk gets into a beef with the guy. I mean, a real, real big beef with the guy. So I'm trying to, like, to mediate this beef between the two guys back and forth, and it's not going well, you know, and, and I'm trying to tell these people, look, 
the bottom line is the bottom line is at the end of the day, at the end of the day, professional wrestling is 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 part of Americana. And that's what they didn't want to realize. They were trying to tell me, you know, this is a fake sport. You shouldn't be bringing up these guys aren't athletes. They're not really fighters or anything like that. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Try to fight one of these guys if you want. Try to take on Ming or maybe the Barbarian or somebody like that. Or to take on one of the smaller guys. Maybe the late Owen Hart, somebody like that. Somebody who only weighs about 280 pounds, 10 pounds. See what they can do to you. It's not, it's, you know, I understand it is a worked process. I'm, I'm not against that. I think that that allows for longevity. I mean, the fact that the fact that they don't give guys and girls easy fights in the UFC is uh, tantamount to early suicide as far as their careers are concerned. Because believe it or not, you keep throwing people in death match after death match, and I'm not talking about Texas death matches with Dory Funk Jr. and somebody else going on down there in Dallas, Texas, okay, at the, at the Sportatorium. No, no, I'm talking about death matches where in the world, in the real world of mixed martial arts. You're being thrown in match after match that, that you know, you don't know whether you're going to win or lose. And that's pretty crazy. It just it is absolutely crazy. These toss up fights you get thrown in time and time and time again, because, you know, especially coming back after a loss. We'll take Holly home for one. OK, Ronda Rousey for another. You don't come back after a loss. You don't throw in there with you don't throw the person in there with a killer. You just don't do it unless you're looking to destroy your product. In other words, what I'm trying to say is. I don't think the USC wanted to build up on really Ronda Rousey or 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 Holly Holm once after they once they lost. You know that was it. Once you're a loser, and eh, we don't have so much faith in you anymore. Because let's be honest, they didn't do all that they could have as far as Ronda was concerned. They put her in there with a killer. They put her in there with a stone cold killer. You don't put Ronda. They put Holly Holm in there with three straight killers. Three straight. I mean, come on, man. I understand the first fight she took voluntarily with Misha Tate against the wills of the promotion. Of course, Dana White. And the Fertitta brothers came out and said to Lenny Frescas, who handles Holly Holmes' business down there in Albuquerque, don't take the fight. Well, guess what? She took the fight. She lost. Okay. Then Misha Tate lost. Now, Amanda Nunes, who's that? She, she's the world bantamweight champion, 135 pounds. This monster out of the out, out of Brazil. I mean, she's scary. She really is. She might. I know I said this before, but she could probably beat a lot of men. Probably a lot of men listen to this show. So if you want to know how bad Amanda Nunes is, check her out next time she rumbles as far as the UFC is concerned. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We'll take a phone call and we'll talk mixed martial arts USC after the break. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is a health warning from Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for back braces. If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain-relieving back brace at little or no cost to you. Many people are now using our pain-relieving back brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief that they haven't felt in years. Don't let your back pain turn into something worse. Remember, if you qualify for no money out of pocket, there's nothing to lose and only real pain relief to gain. Our friendly team of 
of experts will handle all paperwork and will deliver it for free. Just call 800-507-1148. Your pain-relieving back brace may be covered by Medicare at little or no cost to you. Call our hotline now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy-to-use pedometer. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. Little to no cost with full insurance payment, copay, and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone. It's just a few days. So if you have knee pain, back pain, and you've tried everything, try oil can joint lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days, or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Angle now, stop the right, no reversal on the Irish whip. Overhead, belly to belly, suplex by the Olympic gold medalist. That's that old saying, I think Kurt feels like he taught Shelton Benjamin everything Shelton knows, but he didn't teach him everything Kurt knows. Well, yeah, certainly you can't teach the athleticism that Shelton Benjamin has, but... Kurt Angle can certainly teach Shelton the intensity and the passion that he has displayed as one of the top superstars in the WWE today. Now Kurt Angle showing that passion with the boot, the boot right across the throat of Shelton Benjamin in the corner. Look at the passion you heard these fans as Kurt came out. I guess the uh, censorship didn't work out this week on the fans. You sucked him, didn't you? Not even, uh, oh, cover, battle press, do it now. Two catalysts, referee Chad Patton, cover again. Mark of a great amateur wrestler, Kurt Angle, going for the cover not once but twice. And now riding Shelton Benjamin with the waist lock down on the canvas. Oh, look at this! Oh, no, no. Oh, beautiful counter by Shelton Benjamin! Oh, better the by Super- Kurt. No! no! Into a DDT, a counter to the counter, nicely done! Do now, it. more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. He's recovering from an accident. <laughs>
Kurt Angle there on the break. Reason why I brought him up is he's coming back again. Evidently, he's going to do his thing with the World Wrestling Entertainment one more time. Of course, after WrestleMania, I think it's 33 now. But he's getting inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame as are, I think, the Midnight Express are going in without Jim Cornette. That's sort of funny. Is that, you know, it would be sort of like putting the Three Stooges in the uh, in the Hall of Fame without putting Mo in there. I mean, it's sort of crazy. I mean, this is. I mean, how could you have the Midnight Express without Jim Cornette? I'll ask my caller on the line that. Tell me, Matt, how can you have the, the Midnight Express without Jim Cornette? Well, you can't, Pedro. It's actually the Rock and Roll Express, Robert and Ricky, who are going to be inducted this year. But um, Jim Cornette was their manager for their, their short, brief stint when they were in WWF as heels. Hmm, interesting. Of course, Cornette doing this thing via podcast now, of course, un, um, unabashed. Of course, the old man had always been unabashed. But, you know, the only thing that's changed between him and 25 or 30 years ago is, is the fact he's fat now. Outside of that, he's the same guy. Yeah, he um, he went up and down on his weight. I got to meet him a couple of years ago and started following him on Twitter. And he actually um, lost about, I don't know, close to 100 pounds at one point a couple of years ago. He said he'd just been eating too many cheeseburgers. Well, he's he's a hell of a character, no doubt about that. Now, Ivan Koloff, of course, the transitional champion for the World Wrestling Federation after Bruno. Him beating Bruno, and, and people probably thought I was exaggerating there, but I'm kidding. I, I kid you not, they actually had ambulances taking people away from the garden that night after Bruno lost. Is that, is that pretty incredible or what? It could be the, the biggest wrestling match of all time and Ivan even though he was a transitional champion like you said it was just his job to get the belt to another baby face he um he was unable to have many matches with the belt because in the towns up in the northeast they were afraid for his safety and Ivan Koloff's title reign was only a couple weeks or a month or so and his matches were put on not in the main event position as the champion, but early in the card so they could get him the hell out of the building. It just wasn't safe for him. Bruno was just too damn popular. So, and I, I forget who told me. I think Pat Patterson told me that several people were stabbed. Several people that fought, that, that rumbled with Bruno in the garden were stabbed by little old ladies with knitting needles and, and, and tweezers. And, but there were several people stabbed, several. And if you look at the old way they had those matches set up, the, the crowd was practically right there in the aisle as, as the fan, as the uh, wrestlers walked down. So there might be a, you know, they might be surrounded by a couple police officers. But yeah, there was there was a way for the fans to get to the wrestlers, and a lot of times they did. British wrestling is taking off. I, I mentioned what a culture pro wrestling, but there's other pro wrestling uh, ventures over there, and they all seem to be putting together a product. I think that is more entertaining than. Uh, Vince McMahon, your comments on that? Well, the WWE show over in England has not been as popular as they thought it would, but it looks like there's enough wrestling coming out of England that there are um, there are some, some decent wrestlers coming out of there, and eventually they could probably turn into a territory for somebody, um, maybe like Jeff Jarrett's outfit or... I'm sure TNA is going to try to get back in, in England when they can. They've had some really great shows there in the, over the past probably 10 years. I think we're going to drop the TNA thing, no pun intended, but I think they're going to go with Impact Wrestling. And of course, Jarrett back in charge uh, running the thing. Dixie Carter's only got 5%. She's got no say whatsoever in, in the direction of the company. Um, 
I've seen a couple of their last shows. When they, uh, some of it got a little cheesy, and I think they rushed the matches to fit in some of the cheese. But there's there's some good stuff there. I mean, there's stuff they can build around. Yeah, I was uh, hopeful for Impact, like I have told you before. I just really thought that with the new ownership that we'd see them go in a different direction. I tried to turn it on this past week to see Josh Barnett wrestle, and I was as they were going into commercial, I found out they were coming back to a, a wedding, and I would just not—I'm not interested in watching a wedding angle on um, on my wrestling show. Well, neither was I, and I did—I didn't have to, I was able to uh, DVR through that, but I, I, all in all, I thought the TNA show wasn't bad. I think that that Matt, Matt Hardy and, and Jeff Hardy going around the world, or at least going to Tijuana and doing their thing down there in front of a sold-out arena, and coming away with belts down there. I think all that kind of good stuff is really. It's really a great, great storyline. It's a storyline that, if there was um, additional publicity added to it, could rival that of of the wrestling of the world of wrestling entertainment. You know, I, I'm I'm saying that not just from a um, from a, an anti WWE's guy's point of view, but from from a realistic point of view. I think they've got there's some opportunities here, man. New Japan Pro Wrestling. In other words, I don't know if all these these people can get together on their uh, by themselves and, and beat the WWE by themselves. But I think if they pooled talent and put things together for big events and did tours in the United States, I think they could. I think they could. You know, I think they make a dent in the in the WWE status because. Besides, let's be honest, the WWE doesn't go to your small time towns anymore. Yeah, and some of a lot of these these indie towns, these smaller towns, are drawing good crowds. It seems like they can make good money just by having you know between five and maybe eight hundred people. That uh, everybody seems to be happy. So from what they say, there's a lot of money to be made on the indie scene. It, it's hard to imagine with the travel, and you know those small crowds. The guys get to sell their own merchandise for the most part. It seems, and I like the fact that the the other organizations uh, besides WWE are kind of. You know, Teaming up, getting together, letting the wrestlers go back and forth, not changing their names, you know, sharing the gimmicks and the storylines and, and working together. Uh, TNA's doing it. ROH, of course, is doing it. And uh, I think it's good for wrestling. It, it's good for competition against the WWE. And um, I'm really enjoying some of the stuff coming out of Japan, ROH, of course. And now we've got England and other parts of the world getting more involved in independent wrestling. You know, Cornell was running Smoky Mountain Wrestling. <clears throat> Heard him say he didn't think he gave anybody more than five hundred bucks, but plus their travel, okay? Um, and he had some pretty big names coming there. But you know, if you look at it from an indie point of view, if you were an indie guy and there was a guy, if you, if three or four guys were willing to pay you five hundred bucks a night to go do your thing three or four nights a week, that's a hundred grand a year. And guess what? You don't have to report all that because you tell the guy you gave me this in cash. We didn't do it. You, I mean, you hear what I'm saying? So. Life as an indie wrestler, if you are wrestling somewhat regularly, isn't a bad life. It doesn't. It doesn't appear that it is. And from what I've heard, that some so this, the WWE schedule is not for everybody. You're traveling every day. You're still paying for your own hotel and meals, like you would do on the road. Uh, you play by their rules. You know, you do what they say. You really have no creative content. Uh, your promos are scripted. And for a lot of guys, that's just not for them. And I can't see how it could be except for the money and the exposure. Well, it's all about the money. And unfortunately, money prevails in this world. But, you know, I would think that entertainment also rises to the top. And I think that if enough people were to see a viable alternative to the world of wrestling entertainment, 
Because, you know, I'm not into sports entertainment. I'm not into sport. I'm into professional wrestling. And, and somebody said to me the other day, how can you, how, how, what? What is that? Are you, are you stoned? No, I think there's a difference. I think that sports entertainment is what Vince McMahon has developed professional wrestling or changed professional wrestling into. I think professional wrestling, in, in, as far as I'm concerned, is still an event where you tune in and there's a bit of, of suspense and animation involved. A suspended animation, maybe fantasy world as to who's going to win. You've got to have a good guy. You've got to have a bad guy. Sort of, that's how it sets things up. you got a guy you like. you got a guy you don't like. I mean, if you hear somebody said to me the other day, you know, uh, what's the difference between a, a heel and a baby face? Well, the heel, it, it, when he sells, when he's, when I sells, when he's getting hit, it's like the end of the world. You know, when, when the good guy's getting hit, he's going to be coming back from that. I mean, it's just, it's, it's just different, different ways guys sell. And I think that the fact that nobody in the world of wrestling entertainment wants to sell for anybody else. I mean, and, and I watched this one guy, and I disqualify him right now from the TNA roster, this big black guy by the name of Moose. Um, they should just <clears throat> put him out right now because he wouldn't sell at all. And as far as him being a superstar is concerned, I think he's about nine letters short of that. And I don't know how many letters there are in superstar, but I just don't think he's there. Anyway, TNA right now, I think he has a chance to, to make a move. Uh, if it's done right with Jeff Jarrett involved, but they got to get rid of that six-sided ring, are they gonna? Jarrett might, but that was could have also been his original idea. I'm not sure. I think I, it was. I seem to remember that. I seem to remember right about the time that he was appearing on TV more often. Is about when when they had their rebranding from the monthly pay-per-views to uh, Spike Television, or maybe it was TNN at the time. That that six sided ring might have been Jeff Jarrett's brainchild, and if so, he might stick with it. And I think it's a big mistake. It looks good for some of the smaller guys, but you get a big guy like Abyss in the ring, one of my favorite TNA wrestlers, and just that ring just looks terrible. Why has he failed to get over in, in TNA? I mean, I would think he could have been like an Undertaker type of, of monster type of guy. It just didn't. He never seemed to get to that. To Undertaker, not that, not that many people do. What I'm trying to say is I think he sort of never reached his peak as a personality. And they've tried everything with him. And when Hogan got there, it seemed legit that Hogan really liked him and thought that he could be a superstar. But, of course, he never has. I think Abyss has been there for much – he's been there for too long. And, um, you know, I admire him for, for being loyal to PNA, But he probably should have tried to do something else. I think he would have been, you know – had a good chance maybe over in Japan as that monster, kind of the way War Machine's getting over now as that big guy. I think Japan would love the gimmick. It might give him a chance to explore or just take the gimmick in a different direction. His his wrestling is decent, but we've been seeing the same thing out of Abyss, the same match for just so many years in TNA. It's time time for a change for him. Okay, Matt, i got about a minute and a half, two minutes left. Make this quick. Uh, the Big Show was involved in a brawl last week, and they're trying to put the other guy over. Talk to him about the other guy. Braun Strowman has been getting a huge push in the WWE, but about a year ago, he just seemed too green. He just wasn't that good in the ring. He looked great in his match against the Big Show, I thought. And you don't hear me say that much about anything in the WWE. It was a great match. The crowd responded really good to it. And I just think they're getting ready possibly to feed him the Roman Reigns and let Roman <clears throat> spear him and pin him, and that would be it. And I think that'd be a big mistake. They should keep pushing him. You, you think he's got superstar potential? I mean, does look good against Big Show isn't all that, you know, I mean, Big Show's Big Show, but could he look good against other guys? 
we'll have to see. There aren't that many good wrestlers in WWE right now that are that you know that are good size. Uh, John Cena probably can't carry somebody like that right now. It's just not his thing. Uh, definitely not Roman Reigns. Um, I, I think they got it. They're focusing on him in the right way right now. Bring him along kind of slowly. Don't just push him to beat him. Okay. Matt got to run, but I thank you so much. Don't say we don't mention the world of wrestling entertainment we just did. You're tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. This is Ring Talk Live on Sports Byline, iHeart Radio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 203, and the American Forces Network. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Nobody really needs or wants home security until it's too late. You've heard the statistics about how many burglaries there are per day. You see the news. You know there are people out there that do bad things. The best way to help protect your home and your property is with an ADT-monitored system from Protect Your Home, an ADT-authorized premier provider. Call right now to get a free wireless home security system valued at $850. An ADT-monitored system can help protect your home from fires, theft, floods, and call for emergency help. Call now to find out more about our $850. $50 free wireless home security system and start enjoying the peace of mind of security today. Call 800-587-4281. 800-587-4281. This offers for new customers only. Termination fees apply. $99 customer installation charge and 36-month monitoring agreement required. All for details. License terms and conditions available at secureathome.com. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the Sports Talk host. I can talk about all sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7. 
So go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. If those of you that are sensitive, better like put your hands over your ears if you don't like this. Because this is the bottom line. Is, there is racism in this country and it's like running rampant. Let me tell you about this. Muhammad Ali Jr. was detained for two hours at the Fort Lauderdale, Air, Fort Lauderdale Airport because he's Muslim. He was asked if he was Muslim. That's right. Ali's 44-year-old son was asked twice if he was Muslim and also where he got his name. He was traveling on a U.S. passport. This is Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali Jr. Folks, what does that say about the racism going on a rap that's running rampant around the country? Muhammad Ali Jr., he's got a United States passport. They're asking him what his religion, a United States passport. They're asking him what his religion is. And this is uh, February 7th, four days after a federal judge told the, the President, uh, President Trump and his cronies that you can't ask people or deny people anything regarding their religion. It was illegal. What does that, what's going on here? They're defying judges. They're defying law. They're just doing whatever they want to do. But I'm telling you, it's a cold day in hell when Muhammad Ali, one of the greatest, he's the greatest. I don't, the greatest what? The greatest, the great, he's the greatest, not one of the greatest, he's the greatest. And yet his son's being detained in an airport bearing his own name? Good Lord, pretty sad day in America, folks. Pretty sad, sad day in America. And if you think it isn't, think if that was your son. Yeah. Because they came for the Muslims, they can come for the Christians, they can come for the Jews, they can come for anybody. Remember that. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. On a brighter note, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, Saturday and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. 